Hey lovely, this is Using the Erotic, a podcast dedicated to people I will refer to as the community. The erotic is a concept born out of Audre Lorde's uses of the erotic. It describes the erotic as a source of power, a means of finding a life's purpose outside of fulfilling some role in society. But first, let me introduce myself. I will be your host for the podcast. I go by many names, but here you can call me Aldo. I use they, he pronouns, and I'm 20-something. Since this is the first episode, I will be setting some ground rules. But before I do that, I'll set some critical definitions for you. One ground rule that you can apply straight away, however, is to engage the material as it is given to you. There's an entire history of intellectual work done by black women and other people in the community, telling their stories, building their own language, creating practice and theory in real time that has either been co-opted by whiteness or completely disregarded and destroyed. While I encourage anyone to be critical of any source that they're reading or listening to, I think it's important that we first identify what exactly we're being critical about. Gaslighting black women has been an American hobby since the beginning, and I just simply won't allow it to happen here. Alright, let's get into these definitions. Our first definition is going to be whiteness. But before we get into it, let's do an exercise. To borrow some language from YouTuber Kajia Mbawe, I'm going to ask you to think of your default body. Now, I can't tell you what your default body looked like. I'm not a psychic, but there's a good chance that whoever you're thinking of is probably white, cis, straight, able-bodied, a man, or financially stable. Now, if any of these characteristics or all of these characteristics define your default body, that's not necessarily your fault. There's an overwhelming overrepresentation in media of these types of bodies, of these types of people. And while there's been recent push to put in more diverse characters as the protagonist, it often falls short. And it doesn't erase the fact that there is a huge library of media that is focused on solely putting these particular bodies as the main character. It is this idea of a default body that goes into my definition of what whiteness is. Because whiteness is bigger than just white people. Whiteness also is institutions. Whiteness is somewhat like an amoeba. It has no real distinct features in and of itself, but its only purpose is to continue to expand in order to gain power. It is defined by the colonization that it continues to do throughout history and the importance of establishing itself as the civil option, the moral option, the best option. Blackness then stands in contrast with what whiteness is and helps to define whiteness by being what white is not. If white is normal, black is savage, barbaric, primitive, immoral. If it is normal to be cis, it is not normal to be trans. If it is normal to be straight, it is not normal to be queer. So on and so forth. We can think of blackness not as black people in particular, but blackness as all of the things that were beaten out and killed off during colonization. So other religions, culture, 
language, people. Womanhood is a little bit more straightforward. Historian Barbara Welters, who wrote The Cult of True Womanhood, gives us the four pillars or values of womanhood, and they are as follows. Purity, piety, submissiveness, and domesticity. While these were rooted in the 19th century, it informs how we think about womanhood today. So now let's talk about what a black woman is and what I mean when I say the community. First of all, I'm using black woman not as the identity, but as the subject position. If you have never heard of this term before, subject position basically speaks to the role that you play in the society that you belong to. Because of the way that this is experienced, I believe that black womanhood belongs to more than just black women, both cis and trans. I also believe that it belongs to black trans men and black non-binary people. And this is why. Contextualizing the birth of the term black woman, we are thinking about the black female slaves who were brought into America. Now, if we look at indigenous cultures, time and time again, we see that gender was incredibly nuanced. It did not have the rigid ideas of gender that we have in our current society. It was more than just man and woman. Having this understanding, it is reasonable to assume that all of the people who were labeled black women may not have taken up that term, and given the language that we have today, might have identified as black and trans or black and non-binary. It is a misconception that queerness belongs to white people. Blackness has always made space for queerness. It was not until colonizers came and killed that off in black communities and destroyed the cultures that appreciated queerness. Hopefully to be less confusing, I will use the community in reference to people who have some connection to black womanhood. All right, you've made it halfway through. I'm so proud of you. An institution does not necessarily mean just any organization. Institution is all-encompassing, such as capitalism, the legal system, the idea of what a sovereign nation is, so on and so forth. The key to this is that all of these institutions insist that there is a normal and that there is a not normal. I will also be talking about anti-blackness a lot. Anti-blackness is, is insisting that any group of people is deserving of the pain that they get simply because of their identity marker. This includes racism, but also homophobia, transphobia, elitism in academia, anti-homelessness, so on and so forth. Basically, if it affects black people more, it is anti-black. That is because oftentimes these groups are put into that place due to the institutions putting them there. For these next definitions, I am simply talking about subject position. It is up to you to self-identify. It is not my place to tell anybody their identity. Here, a black person is basically someone who a cop would perceive as black. A white person is someone a cop would perceive as white. A white passing person is someone who's often perceived as not being white, but can and has more access to being able to assimilate into whiteness. Now let's get into the ground rules. 
it is assumed that if you're listening to this podcast is because you care about black women and other people in the community so these ground rules are simply just stating out loud boundaries for me my guests and the material that we were going to work with we've already covered the first ground rule i will repeat it again engage with the material as it is given to you if scholars can accept entire fictional worlds like Middle Earth and a galaxy far, far away for Star Wars, I expect that my listeners will be able to appreciate the labor that me and my guests have to offer. Number two, while the community is based off of black womanhood, please understand that not everybody who's on the show, including myself, identifies as a black woman. It is still expected that you will respect people's identities and pronouns. Ground rule number three. This is not a safe space. This is a space of healing and liberation. Credit to my friend Maria for pointing this out to me about a year ago, but safe space is often code for coddling ignorance. It is not a safe space for the community if people are allowed to assert their harmful and ignorant assumptions. While someone may not realize the impact of their assertions, it is imperative that we hold everybody, including myself, accountable for the harm that they cause. This isn't to discourage anyone from making mistakes. Mistakes are a key to learning. However, you're not simply going to be forgiven for the harm that you caused because you didn't know. We together are simply going to be comfortable with being in the wrong. Number four, understand that my labor ends with the podcast. While I'm happy to be a guide on this podcast, my personal time is my personal time. Again, this isn't to discourage anyone from finding out more about the subject, just recognize that I've been explaining this for pretty much in my entire life and I am exhausted. Do not take the work that I do on this podcast as an invitation to expect that I will do the work for you on my own time. If you do want some of my personal time, I believe that the Venmo app is free on the App Store. That's only mostly a joke. One addendum that I will make, or one addition that I will make, is that I will always be open to a clarification episode request. And those can be directed at the Twitter, at using the erotic. Feel free if any of the language is inaccessible to you or a concept was not explained properly on the podcast. I'm absolutely happy to try and reword it or explain it in a better way. Number five, I reserve the right to simply not debate a topic especially when the argument of the opposing side is based on a racist assumption or an anti-black assumption. Racist statistics do not faze me, and I'm not impressed by racist remarks. We are people, and we do not have to accept the conditions that we were born into. Now, this is less of a ground rule and more of just a grounding concept for this podcast. But whiteness is harmful to everybody, even white people. Unless you are exactly the person that this society is made for, you are harmed in some way, shape, or form. Other people might be harmed worse than you, might be harmed less than you, but it affects us all. And because of this, I stand by the phrase, until all black women are free, none of us are free. Because in order to make black women free, all black women free, we would have to destabilize every single institution that harms them, which means that we would destabilize those institutions as well for everybody else. Alright, that is all I have for you for today. 
Um, this is quite a short, short part. This is quite a short podcast compared to what I imagine are going to be much longer podcasts in the future. But I wanted to have at least one episode dedicated to ground rules and really getting an understanding of what this podcast is meant to be. If you referred to this podcast, I hope you have answered any question that you might have. Um, and if not, I will refer you to the list of resources that are available in the program notes. I hope you have a lovely day. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope to see you next time. Bye-bye.